97X, the future of rock and roll with the Meat Puppets and Lake of Fire. I also heard from Echo and the Bunnymen with their cover of People Are Strange from The Doors. And from Jonathan Richmond and the Modern Lovers with Rockin' Shopping Center. Speaking of Meat Puppets, tonight at 1020, it's a six-pack featuring songs about Sesame Street. All brought to you by Bud and Bud Light. Can you believe <laughs> Bud Light's bringing us Sesame Street tonight at the six-pack at 1020? Dave. Yeah? Yeah, sorry to interrupt you because that is a great cross promotion. I mean, you know, kids' puppets and adult beverages just they go together. But yeah. actually, we're not on the air at 97X anymore. We're just doing a podcast about those days called 97X Rumblings from the Big Bush. Yeah, that would be a great six pack, though. Yeah, uh, it would be. Yeah, well, but you know what? We've we've got something that's. A suitable substitute because we do have a puppeteer joining us as well as former zine writer. Well, we'll get into it. But Terrence Burke joins us today. Terrence, welcome. Hello. Thanks so much for joining us. Now, Terrence, you had reached out to us and sent a, a, a nice email uh, about your kind of your backstory in Cincinnati and in radio. So tell us a little bit about that. My goodness, back in the 80s. Um, 86 or so, I lived in Cincinnati for about a year and a half, and that was a time I was visiting my father, who was a radio broadcaster here in Cincinnati, quickly tried to find somewhere that would have music that would be uh, to my Boston-grown uh, ears, and many of the stations didn't cut it until my dad showed me an article from the Inquirer about this station in Oxford, Ohio. And uh, my gosh, my, well, they're playing the same stuff as WFNX. And I was hooked right then and there. Somewhere along the line, I got a, was a weekly at that time? Yeah, a weekly show at WAIF, the com, uh, community radio station. And uh, then started going to lots of shows. Um, somewhere in 87, went back to Boston, Met a girl, got married, and moved back to Cincinnati. And uh, I noted then that the scene had, from the time I'd left in 87 to 83, uh, 93, had grown quite a bit. Uh, labels were here, uh, 97X was still here, and everything had grown. And I was disappointed with the attention in print, in particular, that uh, all the local music was receiving. And I have a very much uh, do-it-yourself ethic. And I said, well, I'm going to do something about that. And in 1995, I started publishing Screed, which was a local music scene focusing uh, very much on Cincinnati, but branching to Dayton, to Lexington, Louisville, regional. It, it was uh, successful in its own right for a do-it-yourself production. We, um, I think the final print run was around 8,000. We had advertisers that actually paid for itself. I didn't make a penny, but uh, people enjoyed it and it caused a bit of controversy <laughs> and uh, it was fun. But ultimately I, I got tired of, of um, promoting others' art. Not that there was anything wrong, but I, I just needed to do something that was more me. And in 19, I'm drawing a blank, uh, 98 or so, I, I put Screed to, to bed. Still doing a gig at Wave, a monthly show of uh, underground music. Then about jumping ahead, well, in that period we had children, so that was uh, a busy time of my life. 
and about uh, 2010, I, I would mark as the the proper introduction of what is my life calling is really um, sharing joy through puppetry. And I've been at that now professionally for 10 years. It's amazing um, the connection that I reach young audiences with. And two years ago, I started teaching and that has been very fulfilling. And not only am I showing the kids how to write a story, but then how to bring their creations to a stage and thus um, spark their imagination as a young writer, as well as puppeteers, because I always tell the kids the world needs more puppeteers. And, you know, we are artists of many hats, um, performers, musicians, writers, builders. A puppeteer really does it all. So it totally focuses into my my uh, DIY feeling. And that's what I do now. <laughs> and uh, it's a little lean this year due to the pandemic. However, I, I now have an Etsy shop where I can make Cthulhu finger puppets and Sasquatch. I'm happy to say those are selling. So it's a, it's a start. We all start somewhere. And I'd rather be a starving artist than an unhappy retail clerk, which I did for many years. Uh, doing the day job got to be too much. And final end, just pursuing my own interests. Now, how was your dad in radio and or 97X kind of get you started in the arts? Uh, yes, my father, uh, was in broadcasting and in journalism most of my life. He, he published a jazz magazine when I was a child, so that definitely influenced me in Screed. And I, I went to broadcasting school, much to his dismay. He said, you don't want to get into this business. And, you know, you're 19, 20 years old. I, I didn't understand then. And ultimately, I did work in television and television production and didn't like it at all. Uh, I, there was, I felt very limited creatively. I thought I was going to be, I, I did, I made some music videos for local bands in Boston, but that was after the studio had closed. And so I had to edit and shoot basketball games. And I, I was just very uh, bored with it. But my dad, um, his uh, untimely death in 2001 was in a way a catalyst for me to refocus my creative energy to follow joy, really, to do something I want to do. And I, I was uh, combating a, a severe depression brought on by his death. The uh, therapist that I was seeing, they said, well, what makes you happy? And the first thing out of my mouth was puppets. And they said, well, what are you going to do about it? And that's uh, what I've been doing for the last 21 years, really. <laughs> Ongoing uh, personal therapy through puppetry. <laughs> It's very cool. And I would say, you know, so would you consider, I mean, most people, Jim Henson would be an inspiration. When I look at the puppets that I've seen of yours and there are there's stuff on YouTube, like, would you consider him an inspiration, the Muppet Show, that sort of thing? Oh, oh certainly. Um, Henson is uh, a puppeteer whose style and presentation is unescapable through puppetry. Uh, I first saw Sesame Street on uh, November 10th, 1969. My dad once again said, this is something you might enjoy. And they, I was not even five yet. And it, it really kind of opened my eyes and that you would see it because you hear you had a daily show with Sesame Street that you had puppets every day. I, I really enjoy um, the work of Bert Hillstrom, who was really the predecessor to uh, Jim Henson, as well as uh, 
his program, Kukla, Fran, and Ollie, which was using the television as a, a, the, the presidium, if you will, for the, the television audience. Uh, definitely Sid and Marty Croft, uh, growing up in the late 60s, early 70s. I loved that bright, colorful characters and uh, cartoons. I, I watch, still do, uh, when I have the time and interest to watch cartoons and that, you know, keeping the, the fun and levity to it. Uh, I don't necessarily bring a message to the stage, but I do bring humor and, and, and thoughtfulness to it. And I feel children these days, sometimes that's lacking. So uh, the work of Fred Rogers, it, it works in there too. I say it was an influence. Very cool. Let's take a step back, though, and talk. We do want to talk a little bit more about Screed, because like you said, that was a, that was a zine focused on the music scene, Cincinnati, Dayton, the, the general area. And it was just mm-hmm. your, your passion for the music that inspired you to, to bring that to life, right? Yes, yes, indeed. And when I would look at the, the local newspapers that they wouldn't even write the word ass ponies, they'd have to write borrow ponies. And it would be two column inches, you know, barely a mention. And it's, it's all this great music was happening in, in Cincinnati in the 90s. And, you know, they were totally out of it. You had people who were not going to clubs, who were not listening to the local radio shows. And so I, I was really inspired to do something and, and then did it and started it with a, just a computer and bringing it to... Um, a printer. You know, I, I tried to do it as best as I could. I look back and it's loaded with typos and things with that, but I did it. So I, you know, have that feather in my cap and I, I hope it helped people. Um, I, I've mentioned uh, that people enjoyed it. They said they remember it fondly. So job well done, I say. Yes. Uh, in fact, we used Screed sometimes for our information at the station a few times. Um, and I really like the publication. Uh, and you did, you know, highlight so many local, you know, Southwest Ohio artists. Um, but you said something about it being controversial. I don't remember that portion. Not to dig up too much dirt. There was some misquotes that I probably was not to be, uh, I wasn't as responsible a journalist as I should have been. And maybe it required a little more editing and it stepped on some toes. And I did ultimately apologize to the individuals involved. You know, everything ended. Um, those people, some of them, I'm still in contact and on good terms with today. Okay. So, it, you good. know, uh, what was I in my late 20s then? You know, reckless yeah, youth. It's all, so, yeah. So <laughs> it's it's all good, but it ruffled some feathers. Is a good way to put it. <laughs> now, now we all have the same, I think, kind of taste in music. Where do you go now to find? good new music i enjoy listening to radio in that i want to be surprised i do not like the spotify and that because it it learns your taste and tells you what you want to hear and say i already knew that uh for the most part so i i listen to a lot of online radio wfmu out of new jersey for uh their morning show is brilliant is wacky and fun but in a thoughtful way it's no breakfast club but nor is it a zoo type of show. In fact, it has some elements that the Breakfast Club used in that silly game shows, trivia, fun things. You know, this, you want to yeah. wake up in the morning, you want something positive. You, and their news is absurd news. So they think out of the World Weekly News. Fun. You know, you want that if you're mm-hmm. stuck in a car, if you're on a train going into the city. 
And also, now that you, know, you can listen to anything online, jazz has been a passion of mine since childhood. My father definitely influenced there. And I listen to a lot of uh, WBGO all out of New Jersey. Why well, are all these great radio stations out of New Jersey? Because <laughs> the rent's cheaper not- than New York. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yes, they're just across the river. And But you, let's talk a little bit about your time at WAIF, because I believe you're one of the hosts of Kindred Sanction. Is that correct? I was a um, substitute host when Cynthia, who fo- hosted the show, was on maternity leave. And they knew that I was already on WAIF doing um, Dr. 13's Audio Lab, which was my electronic noise show. And then they knew that I had um, oodles of cassettes and CDs from Screed. So it was kind of an easy slip in. And I, I did that uh, several months over that. And it, it was fun. Um, I don't know if I mentioned at that time around there, I had sent Steve Baker a demo tape and for a, a possible, and it was very positive communication. But then my day job was also an advertiser on 97X, and it was determined that would be a conflict of interest. And so that was put on the shelf and down the road. So it was a, a happy possibility, we'll say. Yeah. But I will give you credit because I think you turned the tables on Doug Baylog and actually asked him if he wanted to cough up some money to advertise in Screed, which normally, like Doug was the one asking advertisers to, to be on his station. <laughs> if I recall, we, we worked out a trade agreement, if that yeah. was it. And oh, Doug's the king of trade, trust me. Doug never opened his wallet, never opened his wallet, but a trade, yes. Yeah, (laughs) and he gave me a lot of mentions. I remember during the What's Happening Weekend report, you know, it's like, hey, they're talking about Screed. It's on the newsstands now. It's out everywhere. And, you know, those 10 seconds, they're worth something. So I I was happy, you know, just to hear the name of it on the radio. And we, we were all on the same team. Uh, I, I had at least one or two meetings with Doug, uh, me and Rick Helton from CD World when I was employed there. And it was always positive, always friendly. I, you know, I said, we're all rooting for the same causes. Did you make Rick's CD World guy costume by any chance? <laughs> no, I, I could not sew then. Uh, it was before <laughs> my time at, at wow. CD World. And um, my, my sewing skills are, are small. I, I worked with things under four feet. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Rick's a little taller. And you were on Local Licks a few times as well, right, Terrence? Yes, indeed. Uh, Matt Sledge invited me on, and he was the local music director. And at one point, uh, Dorsey was, yes. uh, yeah. I think, connected, because he was in a band, I remember. And they had me on a number of times, uh, and it was always really cool, you know, driving up to Oxford and uh, having me on. I don't know, the show was 10 minutes or so, but it was, a, we packed a lot in. I listened to one of the air checks recently, playing it for my children, and uh, I babble a lot like I am right now. <laughs> but it, it was always fun. I always appreciated the, the time that was given. And once again, the value of being on the radio, I was uh, going right to the listeners that I wanted to be reading the zine. It's very interesting. I mean, really, when you look back on, 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 on the stuff you've done, I feel like 
every component of it has been, you know, finding something fresh, finding something new and, you know, kind of pushing boundaries. And so it's, it's very cool that you've, you found what you say is your life's calling. Indeed. And I, I do things first for myself, something that interest. Uh, I'm working on a, a Krampus puppet now because yesterday was Krampus night. And uh, I, I also learned, I just butchered the pronunciation. Krampus. Krampus. There we are. Yes. I make shows that I would want to see. I've um, that lucky ability that I've never lost touch with my inner seven-year-old. I'm still writing and creating for that little boy who was first mesmerized by watching Puffin stuff on TV. And then when I present it to children, I I, I see that they're still into it too. Um, As a a performer, when I'm out there performing live, I, I don't work on television that much, Children are starved for live entertainment in this day of instant gratification through tablets and smartphones. So when they can see a 30-minute puppet show, it's like a Beatles concert. I played at a elementary school, it was a couple years ago, 250 preschoolers and the roar, the din, it, it was just like off the Ed Sullivan show. You just hear the screaming and I, I've arrived. <laughs> now, now tell us, a couple things you you make the finger puppets and other ones that you sell where where can you purchase those from i have an etsy shop uh my handle on etsy is wump mucket puppets but it's also linked through my website wumpmucketpuppets.com and that name actually precedes the puppets my wife came up with that that was the name of the room where screed was produced in our when we lived in oakley it was our, my attic studio and i wanted a silly name and lara my wife said well just call it Wump Mucket and it was more inspired by Frank Zappa his goofy utility muffin research kitchen and things like that so that's where that silly name comes from. Now Terrence did you ever your puppet show did you ever have Spinal Tap open for you? No but I did see Spinal Tap live when I lived in Boston and uh, people often send me the little picture of puppet show and then with guests spinal tap on social media um i should reach out to them you know that maybe they need the gig exactly <laughs> and and the other thing i wanted to talk about dave mentioned this because uh dave and i went to a show at ludlow garage jonathan richmond and and you got called out you got shamed by jonathan richmond tell us tell us the backstory of that my wife and i went to see him and the family that our children were staying with while we were at the show had a family emergency where someone's life was involved and uh, they had to leave. We had to leave because they had to make a, a, a three hour drive to Indiana at 10, 11 o'clock at night due to someone being critically ill. And uh, Jonathan, not knowing this, I'm sure if he knew it, he would apologize, but we discreetly tried to sneak out as quickly as we possibly can, could, and he uh, identified me and thanked me for coming. I think if I remember. Yes, that, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, it, it was it was odd because you know, uh, especially the original. I haven't seen the new setup for Ludlow Garage. It's set up like an airliner, and the mm-hmm. lights were on for the entire crowd. They never turned the lights off, so he could see everything going on, and he. he did kind of call you and your leather jacket out. Yeah, so you should have, you should have said, "Hey, I'm from Boston." 
<laughs> I'm going to go on Route 28 and look yeah. for the Roadrunner. And... <laughs> well, Terrence, this has been great uh, talking to you, catching up with you. We appreciate you reaching out to us. Uh, other folks will just mention, do a little bit of a promo. It's 97xwoxy at gmail.com is our email address. And then we post all the episodes on 97xbam.com, as well as most of the podcast aggregators, uh, Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean. We got to give a shout out to Podbean because they were there from the beginning, right? For us, Dave, right? When we only yeah, had yeah, they were. three listeners, and now we're up to four listeners. Yeah, four. <laughs> Ter- Terrence's quattro. Exactly. Terrence, thank you so much for your time. And, and we will, uh, it's W M P M U C K E T puppets.com wumpmucketpuppets.com That is it. Great. Terrence, thanks Thanks for your time. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Puppets rock. (laughs) 97X. I knew that wasn't going to sound good. Rumblings from the Big Bush.